Hello. Welcome to the Daily Quran for Friday, March 13th, 2020. I'm your host, Stephen Tolton. And uh, yeah, it's been interesting times since I last recorded a podcast, right? We are all in the midst of the coronavirus crisis, and there are many implications from that. But I don't want to talk about the virus itself or the crisis itself. I think I have had my fill of that for today. But there are a lot of uh, implications from this. There's a lot of changes happening to, uh, and I don't know how permanent they are, but there's a lot of changes happening, at least for the near future, about our, our, our way of life, the way we're living and the way that we're conducting our business and our lives. And that includes big companies like Apple and how they are going to run their giant developer conference. And so that's what I want to talk a little bit about today, because Apple announced that WWDC 2020 is their annual developer conference. It's like the event for Apple developers in the world. Uh, That conference is going to occur, but it's going to be online only for the first time. Now, this comes on the heels of Google canceling their in-person events related to their conference, Facebook doing the same for their conference, just just basically all the conferences getting getting canceled. But we were waiting for Apple to announce what they were doing. The expectation was, of course, that they would do an online-only event, not that they were going to cancel it entirely. And they have. They've done, they've, they've done that. They have not given much detail, though. But uh, I'm going to start this, and we'll talk only, probably only for a little while about this, because there's not a lot of information. But I'm going to start by just reading all the text that they gave us, because that's how little there is. And I'm going to do it in kind of like an announcery, a dramatic voice for your entertainment. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> Coming this summer, this June. WWDC 20 brings a completely new online experience to millions of talented and creative developers around the world. Join us for a fully packed program, including keynote and sessions, to gain early access to the future of Apple platforms and engage with Apple engineers. Dive into an exciting learning experience and discover how to create your most innovative apps yet using the latest Apple technologies. Stay tuned for details on the web, by email, and in the Apple Developer app. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. Hope you enjoyed that. That was way more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Kind of like, kind of hurts your throat. So anyway, that is literally all the text that is on the page, which is linked in the show notes of this podcast. You want to check it out. Uh, the only other things on that page is a shiny Apple logo that either is showing dark mode and light mode or it's supposed to be a shimmer i think it's supposed to be like a ref- the, like the reflective apple logo that's on the back of the the macbooks now i think that's what it's it's showing which kind of indicates to me maybe we're gonna get some new hardware hmm interesting maybe maybe they'll announce the beginning of the transition to an arm mac well, that'd be crazy it'd be awesome it'd be crazy too they also have some graphics here one says hello and cursive and wwdc in 2020 and they're done in the style of of stickers and that kind of indicates to me maybe we're going to see a lot of action on the Messages app front or iMessage because that is uh, definitely needs some updating. They added stickers a while back. Uh, you probably don't remember them because nobody uses them, but sticker packs were a thing. Uh, maybe this is what they're they're implying, some major changes in Messages. I don't know. That would be great. Uh, otherwise, there's not really anything in here. One tantalizing tidbit, if I want to try to read into the paragraph, 
of text and everybody tries to read into what Apple says. Um, it does say, it says in here, engage with Apple engineers. And Apple is generally very careful with the language they choose. So engage with Apple engineers is interesting. It's not engaging, right? If you're just watching a WWDC video, like for years now, all of the actual talks have been made available very quickly, like the same day. And some of them were live streamed. So you could watch them. And that's what I've done for several years because uh, cannot, I could not afford to go over, <laughs> go over there. Uh, but that's interesting. If engage with Apple engineers means actual engagement with them, I don't know how that's going to work. Like what technology platform does Apple have or would they be willing to use from a third party to facilitate that kind of engagement? And how would that work? One of the, the most valuable aspects of WWDC for a developer, as told to me by people who have actually gone, is the labs where you can meet with an Apple engineer who actually works on the frameworks you are having trouble with and get actual advice about your code right there in person live. And uh, then I have actually read blog, blog posts from uh, developers who have gone to these lab sessions and then published uh, some of the results of their, their talks with the engineers. And I've actually used the, the tips and the, you know, and the results of that lab session in my own code before. So it, these things are very valuable, these lab sessions. They help not just the, the engineer directly, but sometimes many other engineers like myself who couldn't attend when they subsequently get, get written up in like a blog post or something, if that's appropriate. So I'll be really interested to see what they can do. With such, such a short timeline until then, I mean, are they attempting to develop maybe an extension to FaceTime? If I was going to guess, Apple generally doesn't like to use like a third-party framework or like a third-party system for this stuff, I think. So if I had to guess, they're going to use the time to, to, I don't know, update their FaceTime system, their FaceTime software to allow for some kind of, uh, I don't know, more conference-appropriate type of engagement. You know, so I don't know. We will see. Uh, I'm not really sure. I just kind of don't feel like they're going to use Zoom or something like that. But if, for instance, they want to do a lab, then how does that work if they, if like the engineer on the other end can't see your screen, for instance, or, uh, you know, potentially get a copy of your code, you know, like you need some, you need some kind of at least screen sharing and um, maybe even file transfer somewhat, you know, in order to do this kind of thing. I don't know. Well, I'm excited to see though. Other than that, there's really nothing else in there. WWDC is WWDC. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a keynote and there will be a bunch of, of, of uh, talks about all kinds of topics and uh, maybe we'll have a surprise one more thing. That would be awesome. So I don't know, but I am generally excited about this. I wish, of course, this were occurring under better circumstances, but uh, I have for years uh, watched WWDC get more online focused or more, more useful to people who couldn't be there. And uh, I think it's... I'm hoping, I'm hoping that whatever Apple comes up with here works and that they continue to innovate on whatever that platform is that they use for this this year because there's just so many Apple developers. There's so, so many developers that no matter how big they ever would make WWC, it'll never be big enough for all the developers want to go. It'll never be affordable enough. There's never going to be a single place on earth that's going to be accessible enough. So the more they can make the experience valuable for developers who are remote, I think the better the experience is going to be for the Apple community in general. 
So I'm I'm all for the for, for them doing this. I look forward to seeing what they are going to specifically implement. Yeah. Uh so there's not really a lot more to talk about it. That's kind of all there is uh for now. If you would like to read the page yourself, uh it's in the show notes. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Twitter at Stolton. There's also some contact information and the archive of the many, many past episodes of this podcast on dailycronpodcast.com. Uh and for now, I would just say that I hope you and your family uh, and your friends and everyone are are safe in these trying times. And um, I'll probably do some more of these podcasts, uh, especially during this, this uh, like kind of lockdown period. I'm in here for two weeks um, uh, where we're, we're not supposed to do much. Most things are closed anyway. So I'll, I'll probably do some more podcasts and focus on things that aren't directly coronavirus news uh, because you know, as I said, I'm kind of full full of that for now. <laughs> kind of want to want to focus on something else. Okay, so that's going to be it for today. As I said, DailyCrimePodcast.com. Stay safe out there. I'll talk to you next time. Later. <laughs>